Hey, this is Sophia from CNET here with the latest tech news. On November 3rd, with the country still reeling from the effects of the coronavirus pandemic, record numbers of Americans are expected to vote by mail to avoid the crowds at their local polling places. For those who prefer to cast their ballot in person, however, states will allow that too. But voters should expect confusion about the location of polling places, long lines, and social distancing. Most states already allow mail-in voting, and in 2016, nearly a quarter of ballots were cast by mail. But this year, a handful of states are taking additional steps to make it easier to use a mail-in ballot to vote this fall. The process started this spring with primary elections, when states began adjusting the way people could safely cast their vote, either in person or by mail. So far, the results have been mixed. For example, in Georgia, A shortage of poll workers, new polling procedures, and a surge in mail-in votes created delays in primary voting. Likewise, in Pennsylvania, election officials were still counting votes a week after its June 2nd primary, which saw an increase in mail-in ballots and an unexpected jump in votes cast at polling stations. And in New York's recent primary, with more than 10 times the number of mail-in ballots received over recent elections, election officials are still counting absentee ballots six weeks after the election. To head off bigger problems in November, many states are urging eligible voters to sign up now for mail-in ballots alongside other plans to hold safe elections. Here's how states are preparing for the uncertainties of voting this fall. So what is mail-in voting? Well, the idea of voting by mail is pretty straightforward. You receive your ballot in the mail, complete it at your convenience at home, then put the prepaid envelope in the mail in time for the election. Across the U.S., postal voting is widespread. According to the Open Source Election Technology Institute, a nonprofit election research firm, every state offers some form of mail-in voting, ranging from absentee ballots, limited to those unable to vote in person, to a 100% mail-in voting system used by five states. At the state level, mail-in voting is a bipartisan effort. 22 states with Republican governors offer vote-by-mail options to all voters, as do 24 states led by Democratic governors. Four other states require voters to meet certain criteria to vote by mail, such as being over 65 or out of the area on election day. To check the rules governing your state's mail-in voting, head to the federal government's voting website and follow the links to your state. So why are state and federal officials talking about postal voting now? Holding a national election under the best of conditions can be challenging. But as some state primaries have shown, voting during a pandemic can strain a state's election resources and present challenges for citizens to cast votes while practicing safe social distancing. To up the ante, in 2016, an estimated 138 million people voted in the November general elections. A report prior to the start of the pandemic predicted up to 160 million voters could participate this fall. Health authorities are already warning that without effective treatments, the U.S. could see a rise in infections this fall creating a surge of both infections and voter turnout. If election officials can make it easier for tens of millions of voters to cast their ballots safely from home, fewer people will show up in person to vote, which could help slow the spread of the disease. Voting by mail has other benefits besides helping people practice social distancing. A mail-in election can be cheaper to run. It can increase voter turnout. Mail-in voting also increases voter engagement on more initiatives and candidates. And above all, Voting by mail is convenient. Voting by mail can save you from taking time off school or work to travel to your polling station and stand in line to vote. 
You can also send in your ballot days and weeks ahead of an election if voting on the day of the election is inconvenient or impossible. Despite the system's advantages, some have raised flags about mail-in voting. President Donald Trump has repeatedly talked about the risk of voter fraud with mail-in ballots. While the cases of mail-in voter fraud exist, such as in a 2018 North Carolina election, the instances are extremely rare. Another argument is that voting by mail may benefit only one party. Trump has also suggested that voting by mail could benefit Democratic candidates. Whether voting by mail benefits one party or not, a study this spring out of Stanford University found that while voting by mail increases turnout rates modestly, it has no discernible effect on increasing vote shares for either party. The New York Times also found no evidence to support the claim that mail-in ballots favored either party. And recent surveys suggest that Trump's attacks on mail-in voting could suppress voting for his own Republican Party. Voting by mail may not be available to everyone. A report by the National Conference of State Legislatures found that citizens who move frequently or live in areas without street addresses can be at a disadvantage with a mail-in system. Postmarked rules apply differently at the state level. Another criticism is that postmarked rules apply differently at the state level. While some states accept a ballot postmarked before Election Day, even if it arrives after the election, a majority of states don't count mailed-in ballots unless they arrive by the election. Finally, some states may not be ready to handle mail-in ballots by November. States shifting to mail-in ballots will need to design, print, and distribute the ballots, and then train both voters and election officials on how to use and count ballots. States that already use a mail-in system have spent years preparing for this. States that are just now shifting to the process may have just months to get ready for a surge in mail-in ballots. So how are states and districts handling postal voting this year? While every state offers some form of postal voting, the rules for who gets to vote and how vary state by state. Five states entirely vote by mail and send an absentee ballot to each registered voter. On the other end, Four states require voters to submit an application with an excuse to be able to receive a ballot by mail. In between are no-excuse states that send a mail-in ballot to anyone who requests one, without a reason. As some primary elections held this year have already shown, voting in a pandemic can be challenging, with long lines and understaffed polling places causing delays. But even with a push to get voters to cast their ballots by mail, states will still allow them to show up and vote. Hawaii, for example, is one of the five states that votes entirely by mail. It also offers voting centers for those who prefer to vote in person, but don't expect voting in person to be like previous elections. Election officials predict a shortage of poll workers for the November election, and some in California, which will conduct in November a general election entirely by mail-in ballot, have put out the call for younger voters to help run polling places, which are historically run overwhelmingly by older citizens who this year are at a higher risk for infection. To register to vote in your state, head to the federal government's voting website to find out how to register and check your registration status. While some states let voters cast their ballots online for state and local elections, in federal elections, you can't vote online and will need to vote either in person or through the mail this November. For more of the latest tech news, visit CNET.com.